This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's Lawn Care Gardening podcast. This one is titled interview with Carlos from Total Lawn and this is episode 16. So again guys thank you very much for tuning in to yet again another weekly episode where every week I'm trying to bring something different ears whether it's an interview, whether it's some advice on lawn care or whether it's just a general chit chat. So we are very lucky this time to have another interview um, taking place this time with Carlos with the up and coming or very much in our faces right now Total Lawn who seems to be doing heaps and bounds on the whole lawn care area at the moment so Carlos how are you doing thank you very much for joining I'm all right that was uh that was a very kind introduction thank you very much yeah I'm uh, I'm, I'm good mate that's good um so all we're going to do is just go through some questions here and basically I know you're very very face-to-face and I think this is what a lot of people love about Total Lawn is that very immediately you're a face behind a product and you know very relatable and people get a chat here but quite often we don't get a chance to find out that much within the segments of social media. And, you know, this is just going to give everyone a bit of a chance to hear a bit more about you, sort of the background and how Total Loans came about, and hopefully just to find out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Right then. So first of all, just can you tell us a bit about yourself, about the business? What is Total Loan? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, um, well, Total Loan, Total Loan's a fertilizer manufacturer and producer. So, we we produce a range of domestic and professional fertilizers for the lawn care industry, for the hobbyist, and for the for the homeowner. And really, what we've done is we've we've set out to make a product that is fundamentally better in every level, and we can get into that if if you so wish. <laughs> um, at at a price point that is the same or even better than what is currently available uh, on the market. So um, it's run by it's run by myself and my uh, well I've got a few business partners but day to day running is done by myself and my uh, colleague Josh who runs the operations and then we have um, a small team um, some full time and some part time um, staff members and we're based in uh, Manchester. Awesome, awesome. So I'm guessing this is full time and this is something that it's your sole job. It's 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 basically my life, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, yeah, it's it's basically uh, t- to- total lawn, uh, eat and sleep. So, uh, so yeah, you could say that. Well, I think that's a crazy thing because I don't think a lot of people realise that how much goes into these sort of things. Because especially when I mean, at the moment, for everyone that I'm sure is aware, and by the time they hear this, they're probably going to know who the winner is, but you're running such huge competitions and you are such a face on social media that it seems like you've got like a full staff just on social media, never mind just within the company. Well, we've got, we've got some, we have got some help there. So this is, this is what people don't see. So there's, they see me obviously on, on Instagram and stuff like that, but there's, there's a lot of other people that are involved uh, behind the scenes. Like we have, we have a, a, a design and development agency on retainer who they you know design all of our uh, website and our social media assets and um, 
well, we've just had a new website that's that's gone live a few days ago that's got our new subscription system built into it and um, all of our, you know, packaging designs and, and all that stuff. So we have, we have a, we have a design agency on retainer. We've got um, obviously logistics partners for, for varying sizes, whether it, whether it be one bag of fertilizer or 10 pallets of fertilizer. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously we, we work with chemical manufacturers, chemical suppliers. There's a lot of other, you know, bits and pieces and, and moving parts and really important key people that are behind the scenes that nobody sees. It's, um, it, we, <clears throat> we try to, we try to be a bit like a swan, you know, a swan <laughs> glides across the surface of the water, but the, the feet are paddling like mad underneath. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's basic. That's basically total one. Yeah, no, I bet. I mean, even just, you know, I, we've, I'm sure everyone that follows you on social media has seen just a few of the, because you're very transparent on you. If there's ever a problem with like the logistics sides of things, obviously you sell through Amazon mm-hmm. as well and things like that. You know, there's things do go wrong, don't they? Like not everything well, is yeah. in Salem. Yeah, for sure. Like all, all the time. I mean, like daily, daily. I mean, I, I give you an example. <laughs> This week, this week we've we've had to serve. We've had to get our solicitors to serve three cease and desists to um, uh, companies that were using our product images without our permission. Wow. Um, like and that, that's just like that was just like Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and the the uh, delays in Amazon over the past few months have been have been unbelievable. That's that's been largely due to um, well a number of things, staff shortages. Um, up and down the logistics uh, logistics chain and into the warehouses um covid has been putting um warehouse staff out of action and stuff like that so there's been massive delays and backlogs at amazon getting our stock just into the warehouses in the first place um and it's it's not a bad problem to have because it, it basically means that we keep selling out um we fixed that problem now um and we, we are now overstocking all the time. So before we had like a month's worth of stock in their warehouses at any one time, we're now more like two and a half months of stock nice. at any one time. So, so yeah, I mean, it's what, what the way that I'd probably put it is what we've done is essentially started a chemical manufacturer, a distributor and a logistics company all at the same time. <laughs> if, if, if you like off from an operational standpoint, like that's, yeah. that's how it is. Well, what's mental because, I think that's almost a lesson taught to what you can almost take on uh, anything, whether you're a lawn care operator and you're running it yourself, whether you're, you know, you've got a team of 10 guys underneath your five guys, or whether you're distributing the, the ability to adapt and overcome through situations is literally, it, it's almost weekly practice as a business to face a problem and go, right, that's the issue. How do we get past that? Because at the same time, it improves you, you know, with each obstacle that you have to then overcome. Mm-hmm. You've just got, you've just got to make, you've just got to make a decision. And it's, it's a case of, it's a case of like, the world isn't going to stop and wait for you to, to figure out exactly what the best thing is to do. So, you know, uh, th- there was, there was an issue that, that me and Josh had a meeting about this afternoon where the only, um, the only solution to it had four there were four options that we could have chosen they were all bad options not <laughs> one of them was good the problem shouldn't have even been there in the first place and the way to fix the problem i can't go into the details of it but the, the the way to fix that problem had four different solutions all that were terrible so we had to pick the least bad 
option. And that's that's and what a lot of other people do is they will say, well, all of these options are bad, so I'll pick none of them. Well, picking none of them is the worst option that you could possibly pick. And it is still picking an option. Doing nothing is a choice. Yeah. Um so in terms of in terms of tackling um tackling and overcoming obstacles, the the key is to try and not give yourself too much of a hard time because you are going to mess it up. So try and try and try and pick try and pick the 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 least bad option. And you know, if you're right more than half the time, you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Moving forward anyway, isn't it? Like that's a thing. But I think that's a it's a very good insight that because I think people do when they see a company in just in general for any form, but especially yourselves, that always seems like you that are you always seem like you're progressing. You know, there's always a new product or, you know, a different bit of machinery or something happening where it looks like you're moving forward. And, you know, I think it's it's very, you know, you've got to keep an open mind in, in the fact of it isn't just plain sailing. Like you said, with the, the swan underneath the water, it's exactly that. You can't take everything mm-hmm. for face value of, you know, I can do this because it's so easy. You need to be prepared when you're going to, the, whether it's business how you have or starting your own business, that you know it's an uphill battle half the time you know and like you say if you can get mm. up there half, more than half then you, you're doing a pretty good job now mm. um and I, th- I think I that I, I think that like just just sort of following on from what you said there the 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 thing is though in my mind that you must split like running the business with working on the business if that makes sense so you know day-to-day running you're going to encounter problems all day long. It's 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 just a fact of life, you know. Like that that's that's just what's going to happen. But then it's really important not to get tied down in those problems every day, and instead remove yourself. Um, I, I like to do this on a Monday. Remove yourself and spend time on okay, what's happening in three months down the line? What's happening six months down the line? Yeah. We've got a roadmap in place that takes us through to summer next year. We know roughly what's happening between now and, and next summer. Everything that that's every initiative that we've got, every promotion that we've got, it's all sort of set in place because we've spent time working on that and developing it. And that might change and we'll adjust course a little bit as we go. But if we didn't actually take the time in the first place, if all we focused on was getting stock into Amazon, uh, ordering. Uh, equipment, um, dealing with staff. If that was all we we spent our time on, we wouldn't have a plan for you know even four weeks down the road, let alone you know four, six, eight months uh, down the road. Hundred percent, yeah. Uh, I think it shows how um, how important that actually is. So, what actually brings you to to creating Total Loan? Because it's not like you you know you're fresh out of university and you know you've came up and you've said let's start a business or you know what? What's actually brought you to this point? Is that a polite way of saying that we're old? <laughs> Elder, yeah. <laughs> um, no, fair question. Um, so I'll be completely honest with you, and I think I've talked about this on on Instagram before. You know, we didn't have any particularly strong background in in lawn care. It was something that we both had an interest in, but it wasn't um, it wasn't something that we that we'd spent a great deal of time uh, doing. Um, we both, uh, when I say both, I mean, Josh and myself, we actually do have other business partners involved in the the business, but operationally day to day, it's me and Josh. So when I say both, that's, that's who I'm talking about. Um, we both worked in 
uh, marketing. I, I had a marketing agency and uh, Josh was also involved in uh, marketing. Uh, he, 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 was, he was in some really, um, really good... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to swear on this or not. I'm, I'm not too sure. But... Um, <laughs> Um, in between. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think I think iTunes can tell you off sometimes if, if you've got any bad language. So I'll I'll, I'll refrain. But um, he's got <laughs> he was he was uh, most recently working with uh, a gaming company and working with you know YouTube influencers, Twitch influencers, and all like really cutting edge um, marketing stuff uh, that's that's becoming invaluable in in our growth. And I I had a marketing agency for eight years we we were um basically helping other companies sell stuff on the internet well not just on the internet also in person as well but but predominantly we were we were helping people um sell stuff on the internet so and that ranged from anything from financial services through to pet products like we had a a huge amount of of different industries and, and clients that we work with but to answer your question um we we both were, were pretty miserable in, in what we were doing. Um, we didn't like it. And we'd speak quite often. So we, me and Josh have known each other since we were five years old. So um, we'd speak quite often. We'd both, um, you know, grumble about, about whatever it was that we were doing. And, and it was a case of, well, we don't actually have to. Yeah. You know, there is that option. We don't, we don't actually have to. And it's, you know, it's, it's obviously it's, it's a risk, but we, we sat down and we said, right, well, what, what can we do? So we decided that we wanted to do something that was completely different from what we were doing. So um, ideally not working with um, clients in, in, in that sort of sense, you know, like a, a day-to-day um, interaction with, with clients. Um, we wanted to, to disrupt something that was an incumbent or that was a bit, a bit dinosaur-like. And we wanted to be able to use some of our existing skills and, and put them into better use so we went through a bunch of options and then we we ended up looking at landscaping because we both enjoyed the outdoors and we 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 we'd done some of it ourselves and we were like right we, yeah we could we could do this um, and then we looked at lawn care and we looked at the we, we never for a moment just before I say this, we never for a moment considered buying a franchise. Um, we can get into that if you want as well. But um, but we, we looked at like the likes of the big franchises and we're like, these guys are not doing this the best way that they could possibly be doing it. And they're they're all um, especially the very big one. I don't even want to I don't even want to say the name, but um the very big one that everyone knows. Yeah. Um they they have just ended up in a position where they sort of dominate the market. They've got a monopoly on it to a, to a yeah. certain extent. And we were like, we, we could do this so much better. So <laughs> we then went down a rabbit hole of, um, you know, fertilizers and, and things like that. And then we realized, just a minute, all the, fer- like we, 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 we spent a serious amount of, of time and money on, on the research of, of, the, um, of, of the fertilizer products to begin with and, and really getting an understanding of how the grass plant actually works. Um, it's very different to, well, shares obviously a lot of similarities with other plants, but it is a very different and unique plant. Um, And the the conclusion that we came to was that most of the -the off-the-shelf products that your regular homeowner would use are are, are pretty basic. 
and yeah. they they actually they actually in some cases make the lawns dependent on constant feeding yeah they um they don't actually do anything below the ground to to support the whole biological ecosystem that's going on um under the ground so i know this is quite a long-winded answer but no, so no, no. the end of the end of the end of the story is we then we then went down the rabbit hole of um uh figuring out formulations we worked with some chemical manufacturers and we produced um prototypes and we 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 tested them they did exactly what we um expected and wanted them to do and then we we decided to to take them to market um, there's there's probably an hour and a half more of rambling that I could give you on, yeah, on, that, question, on that question alone, but that that probably gives you the the, the overview. But th- that's amazing because I mean, not only does that give people an insight to you know how you came here to to start on it, but just on that topic of products, I think you're completely right. The amount of products on there that off the shelf that are literally the only additional ingredient you'll see other than NPK is iron and and, mm-hmm. and that's basically as lengthy as it gets when you look at all you know yeah all the main ones off the shelf without naming the names it mm-hmm. is just mpk and then there's a slash of iron in there sometimes to to control moss and i mean straight away your your main fertilizer for example it's magnesium and it is calcium oxide isn't it mm-hmm. that's right and iron as well and iron as well obviously yeah but just adding them two more it's it's two that you, if you probably ask a group of people that are, you know, hobbyists in lawn care, they probably don't know anything about. Whereas MPK, everyone's sort of well adjusted about. And I think by hitting the market with, you know, what I think you put it as one time, it was it's the higher highest grade of sort or the higher grade of fertilizers and sort of ingredients that you can have at your price point. Like it's the highest, exactly. you know, and I remember exactly yeah, that. I remember you talking about it like that, and it's really, it's something that people, are, and I'm sure, and yes, to, in the very close future, you know, people's going to be more aware of, and they're going to get more benefit out of because this whole MPK, you know, especially with liquid ones that run out after two weeks, people mm-hmm. need to be careful of because, like you say, it is, it's a constant refeed, and people aren't aware of that. Yeah, it's 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 just a normally a, a, a good shock of nitrogen you get an instant instant um boost of sort of color and growth and then and then that sort of starts to wean off you start to lose the color yeah. and um and then you need to reapply so so yeah i mean we 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 went from it's funny actually um the the lead the leading fertilizer products in the uk um they have a very popular product, which is a four-in-one product, and that I can I can reproduce that exact formulation for one tenth of the price that it costs us to make our formulation. Wow, one tenth, yeah. Yet we sell our product at the same price, more or less, that they sell theirs for. So. Hmm. There's, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of there's a lot of margin in their uh, formulation. If yeah. I if I if I can produce it for one tenth of the cost of ours, 
then they are probably because of the quantities that they'll be buying in, uh, they can probably produce it for for much less um, mm. than what I can. So, so yeah, um, th- there isn't there isn't there isn't really an incentive for these companies to make a really good product because when you add something like magnesium and calcium, let's take just those two for example. Everyone read well. Most people know what iron does. Iron's a moss suppressant, and it's it's a bit of a hardening um, and, and recoverability tool as well. But let's talk about magnesium and calcium. They, over time, actually make the lawn need less fertilizer. Right. So if you're if you're a fertilizer company, you're probably sat there thinking, well, it doesn't seem like a good idea to put an ingredient in that makes makes the grass need it less. And you'd sort of be right, but then in my view, you're not really doing the best thing for the customer or for the lawn. Exactly. So, so the magnesium oxide, for example, that, that's used in um, disease prevention for, for one, which is why it's, it's useful over winter. But it's also really useful for the plant to help it metab- metabolize nitrogen better, which means that it gets more of the nitrogen that's put into the soil, so you get less waste, um, which, which means that over time, um, the plant needs less nitrogen. Yeah. The calcium sort of works hand in hand with that. Um, and what that does is it increases something called the cation exchange capacity, which is essentially the amount of nutrients that the soil can hold. So if the soil can hold more nutrients, again, over time, need less fertilizer. Yeah. So those, those two ingredients alone don't make any sense for a fertilizer company to add because they make the customer need less of your product. But the way I see it is the customer gets an amazing product that does an amazing job. And then what are they going to do when they need something else that, that is relating to the lawn? They're going to come, they're going to come back to total lawn because they've bought a product. The product has worked. They trust the brand. And then when they need something else, we're going to be the people that they come to or when their neighbors or friends come around and they say, Oh my God, your lawn looks fantastic. They're going to go, yeah, we buy total lawn. This is what this, this is what we use. So it's, it's a, it's a hearts and minds uh, campaign um, rather than just trying to get as much money as possible in, in as quick a time as possible. But I think that's the, that's the key thing, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, if you look after your customer, then in that exact way and shape and form that you've just said, they'll come back to you. I think this whole thing of just doing it one way to try and bring them back to the same product can get almost saturated or living off legacy almost more than anything. Whereas if you're constantly out there trying to put something new out to the world, and at this point, can we just do an introduce the product that you're actually talking about? Yeah. So, so the, the, the product that we're talking about there is our, our luxury lawn feed, which is our, spring and summer product so that's that's our like main growing season product so that is what you would apply between uh, march and end of september um we then we then have other products we have um an autumn feed and then a cold season feed as well and some other bits and pieces but the luxury lawn feed is the main growing season product that we that we sell yeah what's what's perfect as well i mean personally it's, it's one i use anyway um and the millimeter is between one and two mil, the granules? Yeah, one to two mil, yeah. Yeah, so like even even the fact that you thought of that, because generally when you look 
Uh, a lot of the other ones, they are slightly larger. What you know, each of their own it is fine. But for I think we're going through this very this stage in lawn care where since the pandemic, a lot of the younger generation are getting into it. And by that I mean even like sub 40 year old, you know, the growth has been mm-hmm. massive between 18 year olds and 30 year olds for sure. But even into mid 30s, there's been a spike in the amount of people like like that like and take joy in lawn care. And with this, we've also seen an obvious boost in cylinder motors. And with that comes shorter cut turf. So when you look at all these things, even the fact that you've thought in about smaller granules for shorter cut turf really is another point why, I mean, I'm not just trying to sell your products here, but just, I'm just, <laughs> Please, go ahead. Is the fact that it, it's very well rounded if we're, we're speaking in comparability and just the fact that in such a short space of time, well, I'll ask you this in a second, um, in such a short space of time, you've managed to sort of come in and tick these boxes as such, you know, it's, it's really good to see. But on that note there, how long is it that you've actually been um, selling in this industry for now? We had our first bag of fertilizer as in our prototype. Our first prototype was, was made last October. Wow. Wow. So, you we're know, now, in the first 12 months and you're taking Yeah, right. we're now the third biggest um, fertilizer company on Amazon by sales. Wow. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure where we sit overall in the UK taking into consideration uh, trade because there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of trade um, suppliers and sports and immunity turf providers, golf courses, football pitches, which we do sell into as well. Yeah. Um, admittedly less so. But I don't know where we sit in the UK overall, but I know that certainly on Amazon, we are the, the third largest uh, in the UK. Well, within the first 12 months. Like, congratulations anyway. I mean, that's obviously, a, it must be a good confidence boost uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, the, 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 we absolutely adore our customers. Like, the, the, the customers that we have are not, you and uh, uh, I sound wrong, sound biased, obviously, but like that, <laughs> they, 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 I feel like they know that they're not just buying a product off a shelf, yeah. If you know what I mean, that they're, they're, they're buying a relationship with us, which is which is what what they're getting. Um, you know, it, if you buy a single 50 meter bag of fertilizer off us for 12.99 once. And then email us six months later asking a question about it. You'll get a response within 24 hours and it'll be a detailed and deliberate response that is taken into consideration your specific needs and requirements and, and what have you. Like we, we care about the customer deeply because we know that we, we win this game over the long term one customer at a time. And that's the approach that we take. Every single customer, no matter whether you buy a single bag of fertilizer offers or a pallet of fertilizer offers, every single customer is vitally important and is treated as such. Um, and that's something that's like become part of our core values, if you will, within within the company. And that's every single order that leaves our facility, if it's a website order, is get has a handwritten note in it. Every single one. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, and that's that's not that most people say. Well, that's not scalable. Well, no, it isn't. But 
some sometimes a personal touch doesn't need to be scalable. It's just needs it just needs to be done. Yeah. Um so so yeah, we know we are we are very um we are very pleased about it. And just looping back to what you were saying there about sort of the younger generation um getting involved in lawn care, that's that's absolutely true. And it's not it's not only it's not only that, I, I'd also say that the people who are getting into lawn care are a lot, lot, lot more educated than what people were, you know, 20 years ago, where you could sell, and what I'm talking about here is like the other fertilizer companies that have become sort of household names by accident almost, is they just, you know, threw bags of fertilizer at people and said, yeah, this would be good for your lawn. Well, now, now people are educated. They want to know what's in it. They want to know um how long it's going to work for they want to know is it going to conflict with their other feeding um with their other feeding programs that they've got they want to know if um it's it's safe for them to to allow their children to to play on and think you know what i mean they want to they've got questions and they want to know things yeah um which which isn't something that that happened um you know even you know 15 years ago like people didn't ask these type of questions and certainly with the what you were saying about the granule sizes, well, the granule sizes for uh, people who are, you know, like your, like exactly what you said, people that are using cylinder mowers, they're shorter cut turf, it's important. And it also, uh, as a side benefit, gives a lot better coverage than large granules, but, but it's important. And it is something that, that someone would consider. And all other things being equal, e- you would pick the one with the smaller granules. So that's why we made ours with smaller granules. No, that's awesome, that. And I mean, kind of on the subject of that, I mean, I know in the beginning you were hand-packing, weren't you, like to be mm-hmm. able to get your uh, products out there. So what kind of machinery do you actually use now to pack your fertilizers and, you know, your other products? Yeah, so we, we started off. We started off with a set of kitchen scales and a plastic cup. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, I remember our first, our first order of, uh, our first uh, delivery of fertilizer arrived, and and we we were we were there, and we were sat in the unit, literally with you know uh, the the bags that we that we had, the the pouches, um, a cup, some plastic scales, and um, we were there, you know, bagging away, and we were like very quickly, there's got to be a better way of doing this. And we've we've sort of evolved from there to having a fully automated packing machine that can pack um, oh, two hundred units an hour. I think Josh should probably give me the exact number, but but it's something like two hundred units an hour. It can it can pump out. It's got a, a hundred kilo hopper on the top of it, so we can load it up with hundred kilos of um, fertilizer. But again, like that, for example, the machine itself came with a, a twenty kg hopper but we knew that that was going to slow the job down so we built using a, a plastic water butt some wood and some plastic we built a bigger hopper and you know uh, stuck it to the wall so mm-hmm. um so that's that's what we've got at the moment we have um our pouches although we have nearly run out of the uh, the new pouches we have our pouches mm-hmm. um fully printed now on both sides we originally started off with um 
blank white pouches and we stuck a sticker on them by hand. We now sadly are having to do that a little bit more because um, we've run out of our um, pouches and they take two months to arrive. But oh, wow. um, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, that's that's basically how the, the the packing works. So we we load up the fertilizer, it goes into a machine. This we we set the weight that we want the machine to dispense. Um, it dispenses it. We then heat seal it, and then it gets boxed, palletized, and sent off to Amazon, or it gets boxed and put into the warehouse, um, ready for picking from uh, website orders. What's well, crazy because I mean, it's not just like then with some products when you first release them, am I right in saying they get then checked over and there's like there's systems to the whole process, isn't there? It's not just always um, we- packing goes it when you first create something. We- Oh, you mean like in the beginning? Yeah, like so literally when you get a, when you come up with, you know, the ingredients to a new product, it's not literally like you go, right, that's it. Now let's sell it. Is, is there a process? Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. No, no, no. So we um so we we've developed a number of different products um and each product is designed for a specific purpose and what we do is we so th- the the people who the people who do our R and D for us are like you know actual chemists you know me me and Josh aren't scientists but <laughs> we go to them with a brief and we say right we want something that does this mm-hmm. and then the scientists go away work out the um, work out what the formulation would need to be and we 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 look at we look at using the the minimum the sort of minimum viable dose if that makes sense because we don't want to over engineer the product either we don't want it to um we don't want people to be buying products and then it being wasted because they'll put it on the ground but if the plant doesn't need it it's not going to absorb it so mm. um we we're quite conscious of that as well so um we'll, we'll give them a brief they'll figure out what what would be the optimal um formula and then we we put that against price um, figure out what, what the market would be prepared to pay for it. And then, and then sort of go from there. Cause like, like you sort of alluded to before, our products are the best at the price point that, that we're at. Um, if you were to double the price of our fertilizer, then we could probably make something that was a little bit more, um, a little bit more singy and dancy, but there's diminishing returns at a certain point and we, we we've got that price to quality balance i think exactly right yeah um but yeah yeah to answer your question there's there is a process to to um from conception to um the, the thing actually being made and sent out to customers oh really cool um with that then i, I know earlier on you slightly touched on what i don't think people are actually aware of you do send out supplies to like, you know, professional tradesmen, whether that's, um, you know, golf courses or whatever it is and uh, whatever else. Is that some, something you can co- kind of tell us about? Not so much names, but like, cause I know you, mm-hmm. you pro- provide products for the homeowner that we all sort of see and like your, your luxury feed, like we've just talked about. Um, yeah. What's the both ends of the scale mm-hmm. product wise? Yeah, so so we've got we've got a professional range which is called Total Lawn Professional, um, you know, because we're really 
we're really inventive with names. So, <laughs> um, so to, Total Lawn Professional is is a range of products that is for lawn technicians. Um, so we have independent lawn techs that, um, that buy our stuff uh, to use use on their customers' lawns, um, and we have football pitches and golf courses that that, that do it for the same uh, same purpose. Um, what I would say about that, we're going to be doing quite a quite a big trade push uh, next year and the we're going to go to I, I can't go into all the details at this point but we're going to go we're going to be going down the lines of like having total on accredited um uh, providers so if you're an independent lawn tech you can get vetted by us to make sure that you you know you're not going to you know kill people's lawns and um and then we will provide training and and what have you on on our products and then we will further to that provide you with marketing support with sales support with back office support and that's in the form of training in the form of um group zoom calls so it's not just a case of you know you ring your you ring your local um uh you know probably not a garden center but you ring you ring whoever you ring to get your fertilizer in in bulk and all they're bothered about is you know taking your order sending you fertilizer but a lot of independent lawn techs have got a bit of an uphill battle in some respects when they're fighting against the likes of say green thumb mm. and others yeah because green thumb have got um obviously a, a very good marketing function and they've, they've been around for a very long time and they can they can outmaneuver uh, financially they can outmaneuver more or less anybody so if we can also provide our trade customers with the right strategies and tools to be able to have a fair fight then i think that that is wholly good for everybody it's wholly good for the actual lawn tech because they're getting a lot more support and what have you that they get they're getting almost franchise level support without being involved in a franchise yeah they they are going to get the customer is getting a much better situation because the customer is going to be getting better products um and I'm, I'm not saying you know exclusive i don't want to get sued but i'm not saying exclusively better than green thumb or anything <laughs> like that but but we know we know our products do exactly what we what we say that they'll do so they um, they're going to get great products that deliver <clears throat> deliver exactly what they're supposed to deliver, and the customer is going to have more choice because if we make it if we make it easier for lawn techs to be able to market and advertise themselves and and sell themselves, the customer then when they're searching are going to see more options. They're going to then be able to actually way up between different providers instead of just saying oh we'll go with the franchise one because they're a household name they're known blah 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 well it's actually well no that's one option that's what they can provide us and i've now spoke to joe's lawns down the road who has got you know 75 customers in the area he works with uh, total lawn uses total lawn products i've heard of total lawn they're great products I don't want to apply any of this stuff myself. I want it to be dealt with by by someone who who knows what they're doing. And we can have a look at what they can offer and then we can balance the two and make an actual informed decision rather than just going with the option that, that's been around the longest. 
So that's sort of the vision for the the trade program. What's well, brilliant because I think one thing that I've seen from from being in this side of the work, you know, solo owner operator, is that I don't know if so much from a customer, but more even for myself as a solo run operator, there's not many certifications apart from you know if you're RHS, you know, qualified in horticulture or something around them lines. What isn't you know full on lawn care. You don't see many people, you know, putting the greenkeeper qualification down the side of the van. What may I add is slightly different to your general at-home loan. Um, mm-hmm. There's not many certifications to actually back products that people are using. I know this. I know the stuff that I use, and you know, a mix between, yeah, that and what I see others using. There's nothing, you know. It's nice seeing a sticker on the side of a van saying I am this qualified um, or this is the certification or the level I'm at within whatever, you know, regards, whether you are doing chainsaw work, whether you are, you know, applying, whether you're doing your your spraying, whatever it might be, it's good to see a bit of backing. It's a bit of reassurance that, one, it's a product and it's getting used properly. Yeah, peace of mind for the customer is, is 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 absolutely what it is. Yeah, so... We envision a situation where a customer will be able to go on the website. Um, the probably, probably, I imagine, we'll have a different website specifically for this purpose. But um, the customer will be able to go on the website and search for their local total lawn approved um, lawn tech. Mm-hmm. And that, so we've we've already sort of done half the legwork for the lawn tech by by the customer looking for a total lawn um, accredited uh, provider so then when when the lawn tech gets the inquiry and they go around they are already in a much better position because the customer is like oh well we already know we we can already trust them because they're accredited by total lawn yeah so yeah it, it gives it gives a customer reassurance and, and peace of mind as you say well, that, that's brilliant so on the back of that then well i mean i mean we've already heard a couple of things within this chat already where we can see the direction you're going to. But if I was going to put a, a five-year stamp on it, let's call it, where do you see yourself heading? Like, What's the goal within five years? What's the, the main boxes you're wanting mm-hmm. to tick off or the places you want to be? The, the goal in five years is, is, is total domination. I love that. Um, like we're, we're, we're here for souls. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> like that. That's, that's, that's what we're here for. You know, we... we 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 look we look at our competitors as the enemy, and we we view ourselves as being on the battlefield, and that's exactly that's exactly the approach that we take every day, um, mm-hmm. and 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 the that's the the lawn care market has been stale for a very long time. Customers have only had a handful of choices of, of, of we as we've just discussed, very very average products that are grossly overpriced, and in a lot of cases make the lawns dependent on constant feeding. So we're we're tackling that problem by making substantially better products with better ingredients to make the lawns need less fertilizer over time. And, and that's how we're going to win by putting the customer first and making products that are actually the best on the market at a fair price with excellent customer service aftercare uh, and sorry, and aftercare. So you're not like I alluded to earlier, you're not just buying the products off the shelf, you're buying, the relationship and that's how we're going to to dominate so so to give you a more specific answer 
because that's that's the high level like you know this is where we're going yeah, but yeah. to give you a more specific answer we we will be we will be the the, the number one selling fertilizer in the uk within five years without a shadow of a doubt like without a shadow of a doubt um miracle grow and westland and all, all these people would have to have a fundamental shift in the way that they are marketing and selling their products and they'll laugh at us anyone who listens to this they'll laugh at us but it'll be us it will be us that are laughing in in a few years time and we get you know we get um we get smaller competitors having a little bite at us at the moment as well. Um, well, we have from day one, to be fair, but we have smaller competitors that are that are thinking that they can that they can have a have a pop at us as well. And you know, more power to them. <laughs> you know, we're 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 here we're here to do to do battle with with anybody and everybody who wants to who wants to have a go. And I think that on the whole, it's probably good for the customer that there are people. Um, that are wanting to uh, that are wanting to have a go and and try and get after it. So, so yeah, um, <laughs> I've got on my soapbox there a bit, but yeah, because uh, I'm passionate about it, you know. I, 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 I'm, I, this is this is it, you know. This is this is what is happening, um, and I believe it, and I'm passionate about it, and we are going to we are going to to change things and force force everyone else to do the same. Well, I think that's I think you've said exactly that. You know, the, the few names you listed there are the ones that they're the only names I've ever really seen, apart from, you know, you know the odd, you know, own brand, let's call it, and, you know, B&Q or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Apart from them ones as well, the, I know within my time of, like, looking after loans and even prior to me growing up, it, it was, and we're talking me as a child, you know, 15 years ago here, some of them names that you mentioned were well, still the same names that I can remember back then, like my mother using on the loan. Um, mm-hmm. so I think you are very right in what you're saying is, you know, a good shakeup can only, can only help the, the customer anyway, maybe not your competitors, competitors, but the customers mm-hmm. in sort of bringing this stuff forward and more of a, the way I see it is more of a, a professional product, um, to the homeowner, quite frankly. Now you spoke about, uh, you know, a lot about the market and they would have to up it because you've got such a extensive marketing background and this is probably going to be my last question because of the time what's been your, or what do you think is the best marketing strategy that you've done or that you've seen that can possibly help? We spoke a lot about the homeowner, but for those that are running their own businesses, solo mm-hmm. loan guys, gardeners, that would benefit them the most. Hmm. Okay. So you've got, you've got, obviously a difference between tactics and and strategy here so i'm not going to go too specific on on us um purely because there will be for sure be competitors listening to this uh podcast i'm not going to get too into the weeds on on exactly the specifics of what we do but um the first thing i'd say is that it's really, really, really important that the product or service is actually good. So, and what I mean by that is there are a couple of competitors, very, very small fry um, that are having a go at the moment. And they're from, from what I can see, they are making very basic formulations similar to the other formulations of the bigger competitors that are, that are around. And they're thinking that they can sort of put a marketing spin on it and marketing 
good marketing does not solve a bad or average product. Your product has got to be or service it. You know, let's let's apply this to the to like lawn text. You know, the service has got to be good. It, you can't just say it is. It's actually got to do what it says on the tin, which bizarrely isn't said enough. Um, you'd think that that was that was obvious, but. Um, so let's let's just assume that, that that's the case, and if we're talking about if we're talking about long text, um, <clears throat> so there's a few different ways to make more money, which is really what the question that that's that you're asking in a way. The you've got obviously the ability, the option to get more customers, or you can charge your existing customers more money. Um, or you can retain your existing customers for a longer period of time. Um, what's probably best is to do a mixture of three. So the easiest one, the lowest hanging fruit is your existing customers. So the existing customers that you've already got already trust you. They already part with money with you and they already have some loyalty to you. And there's an interesting psychological thing where if you have already given money to somebody, you are more likely to do it again because if you looked elsewhere, you're almost questioning your decision-making ability when you made the decision to go with somebody with, with the original provider. So once you've got a customer, unless you really mess it up, you're unlikely to lose the customer. Yeah. I'm you know, you, you, you turn up, you do exactly what you say you were going to do. When you say you're going to do it, you're clean and tidy, you're polite. And, and you know, that, that's it. Like you're not going to lose that customer. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to really mess it up. So, um, asking your customer and so many, so many people don't do this. Like ask your customer, what else, what other problems have you got? What else have you got that I can deal with? What else can I help you with? What's or pointing out problems, you know? That um, that hedge is looking that hedge is looking high. You know, in in a few months' time, that's going to be two foot higher. It's going to be a lot more costly to to start cutting down. You're going to need specialist equipment. Maybe we can give it a trim now while we're here. Like simple, simple little upsells like that. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing is a referral scheme. Obviously, you're really happy with our service, or, or else you you wouldn't have been using us for the past six months. Um, I'm wondering if you've got any friends or neighbours that that you're familiar with that you think would benefit from this. If so, I'll get you a nice bottle of wine. I'll give them their first treatment for free. And what do you know? They might have three people that, that immediately come to mind. And it's, it's about, it's about asking, you know, if, if you're not, they're not just, they're not just going to do it. They yeah. might do, but they're not just going to like, they're not, they're not sat there at night worrying about feeding your children. So it's you, you've you've got you've got to make you've got to make them make them aware and people like to help people, you know if they can see that you're 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 a good decent person and you, you you're giving them a good service at a fair price, and you're asking them for help they want to help they want yeah. to be they want to be useful to you, so asking for asking for what you can help them with while you're there, asking them for um, referrals. And then if we're talking about um, pricing and this, I could, I could talk for days about pricing. So pricing is really interesting. There was, there's been a number of studies done. Uh, there's also 
uh, anecdotal, well, not anecdotal, to be fair, there, there was there was some um, work that I was involved with a few years ago, sample size of 15,000 people. And we tested price between uh, 15 and 20 pounds initially. And this was um, an event. So a little bit of a different, little bit of a different thing, but it was an event. And we tested the pricing between 15 and 20 pounds. There was absolutely, well, not absolutely, but there was practically zero difference in conversion rate from 15 pounds to 20 pounds. Because if you're going to give 15 quid for something, you're probably willing to give 20 for it. Now, that isn't always the case when you're in, in a uh, field that's highly competitive. So let's take fertilizer, for example. If we increased our fertilizer um, on Amazon, for example, um, let me think. I think we're at $13.99 for a 50-meter bag of fertilizer. Um, if we increase that to probably $15.99, we would significantly lose custom because we would be by far the most expensive option on Amazon. So it doesn't always apply. But yeah. when, when you're in a, a service situation and you've got a customer who's already seems like they're, they're more or less sold on you because they've got to like you first before price comes into it. Price is one of the last parts of the puzzle. But if you were going to charge them 80 quid for something and, and you thought, yeah, they'll, they'll pay 80 quid, the chances are they'll probably pay 95. They're already going to give 80. It's only, 50, it's, it's only 15 pound more. But that 15 pound times by multiple customers, multiple days, all of a sudden, you've just added a significant amount of, of income. Yeah, I, I think that's... Um, sorry, I, I, just to jump in there, I, I think that is key as well because that's probably one of the most asked questions I get in relation to when people come and ask me for business advice for like starting up or where or they've been at it for six months, but they don't know, you know, they're not happy with the prices. They don't think they're making enough. And, you know, the the pit my brain against prices and that, that's exactly it is you know i think a lot of the times we you sit there and when you're trying to come up with a quote because you're trying to give the customer because you want the job first of all but because you're trying to give the customer a good deal as well you, you're literally you're, you're playing with like single pounds here where you go mm-hmm. oh 90, 90 might be a bit too much i'll try 85 and like you say i think the reality of it is it's, it's having that confidence behind it where you can go Look, I can't ask for eighty-five, but the chances are, if they're gonna spend nearly a hundred quid anyway, then they're probably gonna accept closer to a hundred than what that mm-hmm. is. And like you say, every ten pound, you know, you do that five times a week, you know, you're making an extra fifty quid, you know. So, well, that that's, that's really it. Important. That's it. And and yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And the thing is as well, like you, you've you've got to you've got to value yourself, like you know, your 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 you're traveling there, you are getting your tools out, you're maintaining your tools, you're fueling your tools, you, you're dealing with the, the customer, you're factoring in unexpected things that go wrong during mm. a job, which everybody seems to forget is a thing, but it is. It's, as, you, as you will well know for sure, Sam, like things go wrong in a job that, yeah. that, you, that you didn't expect or foresee. Well, you need to you need to factor that in as well. You can't factor it in fully into every job, but you can factor it in a little bit into every job. And then when it does happen, you've sort of you've sort of 
got the benefit from all the times where it didn't happen, if that makes yeah. sense. You've got that buffer, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah. And and you've you've got to you've got to also factor in like this is massively important. If you think the customer is going to be difficult, then put a premium on it for for for, for dealing for dealing with a difficult customer. Like that's a thing. If you um, call them difficult, call them high maintenance, call them whatever you want. Like it's gonna it's gonna absorb more of your time and mental energy to to deal with. So if if it was gonna be ninety five quid before, make it one hundred and thirty five because yeah. there's probably a good chance that that several other people that turn up to quote it wouldn't even take the job in the first place because they didn't like the customer. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Um, Pricing is pricing is 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 really really uh, important not to not to undersell yourself and to also realize that you're not just selling your time and your expertise you're also selling the customer convenience yeah. and and that's that's something that's that's often forgotten as well so for example I am bald right <laughs> I I go to the barbers every single week every seven days right. Now, people say to me all the time, Carlos, why don't you just cut your own hair? You're bald. And I'm like, I don't want to have to plug a set of clippers in, get in front of a mirror, try and get all the angles, clean up the, the hair afterwards, when I can just go sit in a chair and let somebody else do it for half an hour. That's you, you know. Through this whole interview, I did not expect that answer. <laughs> but, but, but do, you, do you know what I mean like it, it's what I'm paying for there is the convenience I'm not paying for a haircut I can do the haircut myself I'm paying for the the convenience of of not having to have all of that hassle I've got rid of the hassle is it the clean up the hair and getting the equipment that's someone else's problem that yeah. I just turn up and sit in the chair you know yeah yeah no definitely no I think there are three main points I mean pricing is definitely 100% up there because at the end of the day if you're not pricing enough for what you're doing then it's not being worth it what you're saying about upselling i've touched on before to you know to the listeners that have upselling is as you said when people already trust you and it's not you trying to you know you need to get it out your head that you're trying to you take your customer for money that's not the case and if you are thinking that way then you're one of the bad apples but Mm -hmm. if you can upsell your customer then it's more profit to you and you're bringing more um more value to your customer and also your other point on the recommendations or the um i forget referrals referrals sorry yeah to other people that also as soon as you said that it taps into my mind about root density as well you know if you can get three people on the same street then it's worth almost more well it is definitely worth more than if you have five Mm -hmm. across three different towns you know Mm -hmm. it's um it's all things that are very much should be in the spotlight. And as far as strategies go, I do think they fully 100% come into it because with all them sort of things together, it's all part of the branches that makes the tree of your business, you know, and it's, you know, they're key things. A hundred percent. And what you just said there about root density, like, it, and this, this, this again, like so many people are leaving money on the table. If you're at someone's house, go and speak to the neighbour. <laughs> like, like yeah. just go, go and knock on the door. Go and knock on the door. Go, go and go and knock on the door. Don't try and sell them on the service immediately. Go around with a flyer. 
go around, knock on the door, say hi. I'm, I'm working at number four. I, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take too much of your time. But here's what I'm doing. Here's my flyer. There's my contact information. If there's anything that you think I can do for you, I'd love to come and help. And 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 leave it at that. Like that's you don't have to you don't have to go. You know what have you got that I can help you with? No, no, no. Just a simple introduction. Just want to introduce myself. My name's Carlos. I work in the area. I'm working at number four at the moment. Um, here's my information if, if there's any garden related things I can do for you in the future. And they'll remember that. And they might even say to you at the time, well, actually, as it happens, I've got this, uh, got this massive conifer around the back that I could do with chopping. All oh, right, excellent. Let's have a look. Bump. Yeah. And you're, and you're, in, already... you're in. Yeah. And and you're... Sorry, go ahead. You only, you only need one out of 10 to, to or one out of 20 to, to say yes to, um, you know, to make that a, a worthwhile, um, worth, you know, worth your time doing. Oh, definitely. Because I mean, even as you said there, I mean, for a lot of us that I'm sure is pretty similar as myself, you know, we offer free consultations. So that drive, you know, whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes to get to that person's property to possibly, you know, when you think back to ones that everyone's probably already done, you get there and they might not take on your services. You know, it's all expected with a job, but obviously you're making a very small loss every time that does happen. So even like you say there, just by walking somewhere next door and getting that opportunity, it's saving you their miles. And then if you win the job on top, then it's extra profit in the pocket, you know, that's for sure. And you're you're planting seeds for the future as well, because if they don't, if they don't uh, ask you for something there and then they've got your information, they're going to remember the positive interaction that they had. They're going to remember that your neighbor, that their neighbor had it done. They might even see the work you've done at the neighbor and, and when they need something, in the future, you're going to be the person that comes to their mind first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, then, Carlos, well, that's us for time there. I just want to give you a massive thank you for um, coming on to this podcast here, your, our second uh, interview that I've managed to host. And I think it's brilliant, you know, for, for a company that has products to, to come on a, um, a platform like this and get answered questions and to be answered truthfully, I, you know, you're putting yourself out there and I, I don't think it's something that many others would be doing. So um, I just want to thank you for at least coming on and definitely I would love to help get you back at some other point and maybe we can uh, get some questions from uh, my viewers as well and possibly from yours and get you some real questions as well in the future. I'd love, I'd, I'd love that 100%. I, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here anytime you want, Sam. Um, and yeah, if, if people want to send in fertilizer questions business questions marketing questions whatever the hell they want um i'm, I'm down for it awesome awesome all right well thank you uh, for coming along then and uh we'll definitely get you on again take care all right cheers sam right then everyone so i hope you enjoyed that podcast there with carlos from total loan this has been episode 16 and it's called interview with carlos from total loan things like this you know what i'm trying to get on more often for you is i want to give you a sort of a 360 around this life of lawn care and gardening. And, you know, if it's not an interview with someone that knows, you know, a lot more than what I do, then I want to be giving you and sharing the information that I do know. And, you know, I hope it's, you know, I'm getting a lot of positivity at the minute from a lot of years saying that, you know, you've branched out to start yourself or it's helping with your mental health or just so many things I'm very grateful for. So thank you again for joining um, if you can, again, with them reviews, keep them coming in. They're really appreciated too. And I'll give you a shout out on the next episodes. You can find myself um, on either Instagram or YouTube at J Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. 
And also in the show notes down the bottom there, if you scroll down, I'll put all of the places you can find Carlos from Total Loan, as in the business Total Loan, as well with all the links. So thanks again for joining me, everyone. Take care, and I'll see you in a week's time.